8 p.m. on a Monday, Boston, Massachusetts. Hey guys, I got some news, some terrible news. We got a huge problem. I feel like we could do a podcast, and it would be a million times better than whatever that drivel was we were listening to. What the hell is a podcast? What is that? The future of radio, you jabronis. Hey yo, and welcome to the Always Sunny Cast. I'm your co-host Eric, and I'm your co-host Ross. And this is the podcast where we go through it's always sunny, episode by episode, scene by scene. We break it all down and we talk about it. We find out what's so funny about it. And guess what? It's time for season eight. Season eight, bitches. We are back. I'm excited. This is um a brand new season, dude. Can you believe it? Eight. We've done this for eight, seven seasons now. We're hitting our eighth season. Is that crazy? It is crazy. Um. You know, I was listening to the commentary of uh, this episode, and one thing I found interesting was that they stated that this episode was the 94th episode that they made, and I don't think that's true. <laughs> what, what do you mean? Why do you say that? Well, I, I don't think we have 94 episodes. Right. Well, I don't know. We might. I mean, I don't know. How do you find that? <laughs> I don't know how many we have. <laughs> Well, I don't think we have that many. Uh, I don't know then. Yeah. Well, we could easily do the math by just adding up the ep- nah. each episode from the season. <laughs> Every season, <laughs> adding the episodes together. And figuring out what, you got to figure we could do it real quick. There's at least 10 episodes a season, right? Well, the first two are... Fi- uh, oh, shit. You're going to make me do math? Because that's at least 80. Or I guess that's at least 70 by the, t- by the time we get to here. Yeah, All no, right, it would can- be 80. <laughs> Yeah, first uh, season is seven. Uh, second episode is uh, second season is second season. ten. Yeah. So the, that's seventeen. Uh, and then third season is when we start to get fifteen episodes. So thirteen. Okay, now we're up to thirty-two. Now we're on thirty-two. All right, add another fifteen for season four. Now we're on forty-seven. All right, add another fifteen for season five. Sixty-two. <laughs> add another fifteen for season six. <laughs> Seventy-seven. <laughs> Add another 15 for season seven. This is 92. All right. Well, and they then said the, they counted the, the um, Christmas the Christmas uh, special as two episodes. So I guess they are on the 94. How do, why don't we have 94? Maybe we do. <laughs> we, we do. What, what do you mean maybe? We do. We did all those episodes and we have bonus episodes. It just didn't sound right to me. I was like, I can't be. <laughs> We can't be. We're almost at the hundred. We're gonna break the hundred soon. Shit. Yeah, we're gonna break off a hundo. Yeah, <laughs> pretty crazy. Uh, I feel we. I feel like we've been doing this since the day we were born. I mean, I can't remember <laughs> a time before we did this. It's been so long. Yeah, it's been like a, a regular part of our lives now. So we're kind of accustomed to it. But but we we got off our lazy asses and we're finally starting to record and we're gonna start putting them out and 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 get regular recording again. them because yeah, we, we've been. Bu- <laughs> You yeah, recording them. You've been busy. You're busy. You went to Europe. You did all kinds of. I'm I'm playing video games, working on my car. You know, but we're getting back into it now. Well, all right, let's get into this episode. I love this episode, so let's 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 get into it. Let's break this one down. You don't you don't want to do some more math. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? If people haven't already shut the podcast off. Thank you so much for staying with us. Like, I would have shut it off as soon as people started counting. I would have been like, oh, I'm going to listen to something else. 
All right, yeah, let's Ross. I see that you you obviously didn't, I can see your we're on Skype and I can see your your room that you didn't have time to tidy up. Yeah, I get old rancid soups everywhere, but uh, you got um, <laughs> I see that you get the duster on. It's murky so in there. You look ready. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yo, yeah, this is my this is for season eight. I'm wearing the duster every time. <laughs> All right, today we're talking season eight, episode one, pop pop, the final solution. I have two original air dates. It's Hulu. Sometimes the air date doesn't line up with the IMD, IMDb air date for some reason. Because I have, for Hulu, it says the 10th, 10-10-2012. But IMDb is 10-11-2012. Unless we can time travel <laughs> like like Charlie and, like and, and crew. Hitler. I don't think we can figure this out. <laughs> I don't think we can figure that one out. But uh, all right, written by Charlie Day, Rob McElhenney, and Glenn Howlton. Directed by Matt Shackman. I always forget how to say his name. Is that right? Shackman? Yep. The Shack. The Shack. And Ross, what's that IMDb slash Hulu summary? Hulu says, Dennis and Dee's ailing grandfather, Pop-Pop, is wasting away in the hospital, and they have to decide whether or not to pull the plug. IMDb says, Dennis and Dee's Nazi grandfather is wasting away in the hospital. And it's their choice whether or not to pull the plug. Meanwhile, Charlie and Mac go crazy trying to find the dog painting they think has a lot of value. Crazy? <laughs> <laughs> All right, which, which one do you think did better? Um, well, wh- the real, I mean, I guess the second one. Oh, the IMDb. It was a little more robust. They, they had more details. But I want to redo another one. And I got this one <laughs> by asking for it. I asked uh, ChatGPT what the summary of this episode was, and this is interesting. No, hold on, hold on a second, hold on a second, because uh, what the hell is ChatGPT? What does that mean? Because I, I, for anyone that like, I don't truly understand. Like, I hear this thrown around, but I never really investigated it. Okay, so ChatGPT is kind of like a Google-ish resource, but it gives you more of a uh, conversational response to what you're looking for. It doesn't have access to all the information uh, of the data on the internet, but it has a good amount. Is it a is it a search engine? Basically, yes, but it provides you with a conversational response. Okay, so you asked it to. What did you ask it? I asked it to summarize uh, this episode, okay. and this is what it gave me. In the first episode of season eight of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, titled Pop Pop The Final Solution, the gang discovers that their grandfather, Pop Pop, is in a coma. They decide to visit him in the hospital and attempt to use his will to their advantage. Throughout the episode, the gang engages <laughs> in their usual chaotic and self centered behavior, trying to manipulate the situation. For their own gain. Meanwhile, Dennis and Dee's real grandfather, <laughs> Bruce Mathis, returns, leading to confusion and hilarity. What the, <laughs> the hell? <laughs> the episode explores the gang's dysfunctional family dynamics and the relentless pursuit to, of personal interests. As always, their schemes and interactions lead to absurd and comedic situations. Yeah, somebody is that? Is it you, Don? Did you just take a break? Yeah, taking a breath, I'm or done. You finally, that done? was a lot. Someone needs to tell uh, Phil Chat GPT in on brevity. Oh yeah, I mean that could have been <laughs> chopped out. And they invent Chat GPT invented a, a storyline, which is I think interesting. Like Bruce <laughs> Mathis returning. 
<laughs> yeah, where is it even pulling that from? It, it just like knows a certain amount of information and just does the best that it can with the information. When we say chat GP, are we talking about one solo AI entity or is it just like a that's just like a broad name for a bunch of whatever is going on? Um, I, I think it would be the first thing that you were trying to say. It's one it's one AI. Yeah. All right. Well, it's going to watch some more TV, I guess. It's going to watch some more Always Sunny. <laughs> yeah. Needs to brush up. Uh, do we Do we have... I like this, Ross. I want you to do this for every episode. Are you going to do this for every episode? What, what, am, what are we doing? Asking chat Oh, the chat GPT, GPT thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will. To describe <laughs> the episode. It's a fun, <laughs> fun uh, new resource I, to add. Uh, do we have a trivia to tie into this episode or anything? Did you do that? I, mean, I know you mentioned you didn't want to do this anymore. I, I did, did get one for this episode. <laughs> yeah. I knew you were going <laughs> to. Go ahead. All right. So 2012 fact. We're in a new year, baby. A man living in Munich named Cornelius Gerlitt was under suspicion of tax evasion. This man turned out to be the son of Hildebrand Gerlitt, one of Hitler's art dealers. He was in the possession of 1,500 artwork supposedly worth over a billion dollars and he even had a an additional collection in salzburg of another 250 items so the girl ended up passing a couple of years later in 2014 and then all the the artwork was returned to owners and anything else left over was donated to the swiss museum it belongs in a museum <laughs> yeah yeah interesting That's, right uh, yeah it's pretty crazy yeah, what if what? That's a it's lot nuts. of artwork. Yeah, and I guess Hitler had like like several art dealers, so I can't imagine how much art was stolen. Right. Yeah. So these art. So what? An art dealer. What does that mean? So this is this offense that someone who steals artwork. I mean, an art, I can't, yeah, oh, I you're get, an art dealer. You're a thief. Uh, he, yeah. <laughs> you're not an art exactly. <laughs> That's a very nice name for a thief, right? <laughs> what do you mean, an art dealer? I yeah. I mean. <laughs> Um, all right, yeah, that, that's uh, that's interesting. Ross, I got a little something about this season here, a little fact trivia thing I found here. Okay, what do you got? So from season five to season seven, the, the premiere episodes would reach at least two million viewers. But this episode, for some reason, this eighth season premiere only... No, I'm sorry, yeah, they would, they would get two million, and then the, for this season eight premiere, they only earned 1.5 million. This thing that I'm looking, the thing I was, the trivia thing that I found that they're they're theorizing on why it says potentially because of the quote unquote brand new cast ad campaign, or the vice presidential debates taking place the same evening. That's also what they say. But do you know this brand new cast ad campaign? Do you remember this? This is early, I, we might not even have been watching it yet. In, the, in in 2012. No, I definitely was at this point, but like I, I don't know what the campaign was for the season. So check this out. This is wild. <laughs> this is wild. This is what they were doing. So so for season eight, they had this campaign called the FX High is a brand new cast, and they would show all these pictures saying like they would say. FX orders a brand new gang for Sunny, and uh, the Sunny cast was on fire. Now they're just fired. It's an all new day in Philly on October 11th, and they're like promoting Whoa. that. They're like kind of like promoted like the whole cast got fired and they got replaced. And this <laughs> yeah. is who they had. 
they had photos of the people who replaced them. So they had Haley Joe Osmond as Mac, Exhibit as awesome. Sweet D, Candace Cameron <laughs> as Charlie Kelly. I don't know how to say this name. C H A E L Sonnen S O N N E N. Oh, Chael Sonnen. Who is that? He's a UFC fighter. That's who's playing Dennis. And yeah. this is my favorite. <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay as Frank Reynolds. <laughs> That'll fit, Dickory, I think. Dickory Doc. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, how... So, <laughs> so they were promoting, like, on billboards and shit, a picture of these this cast, like, these new people. That's actually a really funny idea. But what do you think? You think it this cost them viewers? People were like, oh, I'm not going to tune in to see Andrew Dice Clay. No, I mean, I that would get more viewers. Wouldn't you tune in to see Andrew Dice Clay? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. But I wouldn't think. It, I, I think the audience is smart enough to know that this isn't happening. I mean, yeah. You know exhibit what I mean? is Sweet D. That's pretty crazy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's great. Uh, I, I didn't even know that. That's awesome. That's so funny, too. I, yeah, I like it. yeah. It's very. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very very interesting. I don't really pay attention to promos. I don't I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's not something I would clock necessarily. Uh, I mean, I remember one year they did like sunblock. They gave away like sunblock. That's this. Do you remember? I that? think that is also this season. I think that's this season. All right. Well, this is the season they actually started promoting <laughs> the show on all their like on their on their like DVDs and all that stuff. It's all them like with like really bad sunburns. Okay. Yeah. Then I remember. I remember that ad campaign. Um. All right. Well. Okay. Let's get into this then. We got the ad campaign. We got the trivia out of the way. Let's get into it. Cold open. Ten forty-five a.m. on a Tuesday in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. After Mac, as head of security, makes an announcement, the lawyer comes in to update D and Dennis on their pop up. So we got instead of we don't get a hey yo coming in here, we got an attention, an attention. Attention. Yeah, we get like an announcement from Charlie. Like yeah, like he like Charlie is like um the the king's uh yeah like the there's a name for this guy but the announcer guy <laughs> yeah and due to to Max sudden and unfortunate w- weight loss that how did he lose all this weight if it's unfortunate he, for him you know what I mean like what happened yeah not explain how he lost the weight right <laughs> no not really not, it never explains how mac lost the weight no it just but he calls it himself uh, that it's unfortunate you know what i mean so it's almost like it was forced well, upon he, him or something yeah i think he's seeing the uh weight loss as a vulnerability because he's not as massful as he used to be <laughs> mass massful yeah <laughs> yeah uh exactly and like yeah because whereas before you couldn't move him. You know, Dennis oh, couldn't no. move him. He was a but rock. now it probably could. Yeah. So yeah, so he so to to rectify this problem, he's making some moves. Don't you love that term? <laughs> couple making moves. a couple moves. That's I love that in my first move. And he pulls out these these I I, I almost said sunglasses. <laughs> these are not sunglasses. I mean right? they're not. They're like steampunk glasses. <laughs> yeah, right? they're like well, yeah, they're like welding glasses or something. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to the commentary and the gang 
where the guys kept referring to these glasses as uh, Ron Perlman glasses, and like <laughs> he wears them in every yeah, movie. From, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got glasses like this in um, in Pacific Rim, which Charlie is in. Um, Checked out. They, they, these is like these are like glasses that like you would put on before you like flip the switch to turn on a Frankenstein. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> They're like yeah. mad scientist glasses. Oh, for sure, yeah. They're, They're not. Yeah. They're not badass though. Like you know what I mean? They don't seem like it's you know for Mac to no, be like all oh, these goofy. glasses. Like, and as we find out, they're a little <laughs> bit restricting of the uh, peripheral. Yeah. yeah, they seem it. But uh, he's got these new glasses. This is his new move, and it will help him do ocular pat downs, which is such an awesome term. I mean, it's an incredible <laughs> term. An ocular yeah, such pat a military down. sounding thing. <laughs> Yeah, like it's a real thing that he didn't make up. Uh, and they're great too. You know, Charlie's liking this. Charlie's in on this. Charlie thinks they're great because you can't see how scared Mac is. Uh, no, that's not what it's about. <laughs> yeah, Mac and Mac says that that's classified. So he did say that to Charlie. Yeah, it seems like they had a private conversation where Mac was like, "Hey, I lost a bunch of weight. I'm feeling a little bit vulnerable." Right. I'm thinking of wearing these glasses so people can't tell how scared I am when I'm assessing them. Like, <laughs> it's just a it's lot. It's very funny. It's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how? Why, why is he so scared? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, uh, I, I. There's a weird thing that happens here where, like, okay, so Dennis, Dennis is like, listen, we're not, we don't feel safer. Those are so stupid. When you, you're never gonna need those. You're never gonna need to have to have those on, and then and then Max says, "Mark my words, there's gonna come a time where I'm going to need these." Now, doesn't that sound like foreshadowing? Yeah, it's kind of like setting up something that doesn't necessarily happen, right? Yeah, it's kind of like left unresolved. Yeah, like it almost like it, the glasses should have came back, and he should have ocular pat down someone, and there been a problem, or he found something, or he found the next clue by using the glasses or something. Yeah, uh, it would have helped, like to some extent, on the on Mac and Charlie's journey of some sort, right? Yeah, yeah. It would like the glasses would have came in to solve some sort of problem they had. You know what I mean? But it it, it, it they don't they it, it they kind of just they do the some more glasses stuff. But this <laughs> like mock my words, there will be a time I use these. It doesn't really come back. Which is satisfying in itself of being like, yeah, yeah they, the gang, like the rest of the gang sees it. No, they're not. Yeah. They kind of walk away from him, too. Yeah, he can't even tell. Yeah, they're done. They're just done with this conversation. Uh, this is where the lawyer comes in. It's good to see the lawyer again. Yeah, Brian Unger back again. Bri- yeah, always good as the lawyer. Now, usually with Frank, it's just it, usually Frank, it's some casual racism, but this is aggressive racism. Yeah, especially for this episode, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a little <laughs> aggressive. Uh, yeah, uh, calling him a. Uh, can I, do, I'm not gonna say it. Should we say it? Are you gonna? Can you say it? Can I say it? Why can I yeah, say can it? You, you can't. Well, because I don't want to get in trouble for it. Oh, you don't want to get canceled. <laughs> yeah, you can though. Uh, he calls him a specific lawyer, and then <laughs> yes. the lawyer says, <laughs> I, "Not Jewish." Like, it's funny. Yeah, not Jewish. Um, uh, yeah, just look, just Frank being Frank. I mean, that's what he does. Yep. And they're so like <laughs> they're so mean to this guy. 
I mean, <laughs> it's crazy how mean they are. Yeah, they call him and exploit him for his work, and then when he actually needs to get in touch with them, like he says, like they, they're always a problem. They can't be found. But Matt gives him a hold-up punk. Yeah, hold-up punk. <laughs> he calls him a punk. <laughs> and I love the <laughs> The guy's out. in like a suit. Yeah. yeah. Hold up, punk. Easiest assessment of the day. He's clear. He's clear. <laughs> he's clear. He's clear. It took him a while, but yeah, he's clear. And yeah, so they're mean to this guy for a while here. D specifically is very mean to him. <laughs> Apparently, they're pop pop. Heinrich Landgraf. Landgraf. He, he, he fell into a coma. They're like, the, the, he informs them that they're the sort of last living relatives so they have sort of i don't even know what that's called <laughs> you know what i mean uh, yeah like power of decision um because he explains yeah. like he's being kept alive They're in a respirator you're the only living blood relatives so you get the power to decide uh whether or not he stays on those machines we're gonna talk about it later but where is pop pop he's at a hospital yeah, this looks like a nursing home type hospital. Wasn't that where he was? He was at a nursing home before. You're correct. Right? And in the reco- yeah. And in the um, commentary, they mentioned that this is filmed at the same exact hospital. Uh, so I think it's implied like where he was staying is like for the end of his life. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's just weird because later on they talk about there being stray dogs and them having an ER. And I'm like, he's like in like a, just a regular hospital. Oh yeah, that's right. They do say that because, um, which, which makes it weird that he's now staying at a regular hospital, even though we know he's staying at a nursing home. And then Frank's been visiting. Right, exactly. Like before he was in the coma, uh, you assume he's been visiting because he's feeding them right. soup. So I don't know. <laughs> it's just a little uh, the, real the, weird because I was watching this when I was originally. Taking notes, I kept writing the nursing home, but then at the end, when the doctor is like, "We had, uh, we have an ER," I'm like, I said, I crossed them all out. I'm like, hospital. They're in a hospital. <laughs> yeah, I guess a regular hospital. <laughs> yeah, regular hospital. So, so he's in a coma in a regular hospital, and he's on these respirator stuff, and it's up to Dennis the D to decide whether that old Nazi bitch lives or dies. There's the charm. <laughs> They're gonna. They have the. So that's what the thrust of this episode is. Their decision on on what's gonna happen here. Right. And I I feel like the lawyer like does his best to like su- like suggest like this is what they should do. And yeah. um, of course the gang is difficult about it and it makes it a whole thing. <laughs> and like it, it's funny how easy it, in the end they resolve it when he's like, "Can you just like sign it over to me to do it?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost as if, like, maybe if the lawyer didn't want them to do it, they would do it. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. what is the opposite that, right. that he wants? <laughs> There's something about the lawyer coming in and asking that makes them kind of, like, overthink the decision. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want to help this guy in any way whatsoever for some reason. <laughs> right. And then the this song, The R- Rise of the Valkyries, starts playing. This, like, swelling... Symphony music, like, we've all heard it. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of, this starts playing here, and then we cut to the title, Pop Pop, The Final Solution. Rush, you know what this is in reference to? Uh, n- no. You've never heard of The Final Solution? Uh, no. Outside of this, no. That was what the Nazis, Hitler and the Nazis, called their kind of grand scheme, their kind of grand plan of what they were doing. 
was called the final solution. And what it was is exterminating all of Europe of Jewish people. It was that, but like, you know, that, you know, you have like a name, like operation, whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's called, that was called the final solution. That was kind of like what the name they had for it. So that's what what they get this pop pop. That's what, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's what they get the pop up the final solution. That's what the that term is from. And he and Charlie says it later too. With the, he's got the final mm-hmm. solution for the painting. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, but but yeah, that's uh, that's what the reference to that that term is there. Uh, so yeah, after the opening credits, the gang heads over to see Pop Pop. Yes, at a, either at a hospital or at a nursing home. I had nursing home and I crossed it out because I think it's a hospital. Uh, but Frank comes here every week to feed him soup. Yeah, he figures, you know, he like, you know, comes over here, takes care of him. Who knows? Yeah. He might get some of that, that treasure. Yeah, we find out it's, you know, for selfish reasons. We find out, of course. It's <laughs> of weird course. for Frank. <laughs> it's weird to even think like... They're even away from each other at all. Like Frank slips out without them knowing. Like come, you know what I mean? Comes here with like. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to imagine any of them do anything independently. Right. Except D sometimes, yeah. right? Yeah, D. I guess D could have a. I mean, De- we find out Dennis has a whole separate life. <laughs> True. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so so this is in, this is such an incredible transition where they're in like the hospital and they they walk into pop pops for him. And I don't even know what it is. The, the the color palette like completely changes. The like the it looks the, smoky and like that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. I think they have like a smoke machine or something because it does look foggy and dingy. It looks like extra yeah, yeah, gross. Yeah. Everything is like yeah, got like an extra coating of disgusting on it. And especially with all those open soups, <laughs> just like <laughs> that, like makes me want to gag. Yeah, there's like all these open plastic to go con- t- containers of soup, <laughs> and Pop Pop himself is like he's got this big beard, his hair is long, like nobody is taking yeah, care looks of him. Very unkempt. And uh, speaking of Pop Pop, uh, he's played by Tom Bauer. Uh, we've seen him before, and he came back to the reprise yep. role, even though he's just kind of sitting there. Chilling. <laughs> he doesn't say anything. Yeah, he doesn't talk. <laughs> well, he talks in the, in the in the video flashbacks. Yes. Watch. Yeah. Um, born nineteen thirty eight, Denver, Colorado. You know him, steady actor, Die Hard two, The Office, X Files, Beverly Hills Cop two. He uh well the well the room is a mess. There's there is those soup things everywhere because Frank didn't have a chance to tidy up. Tidy, <laughs> Frank the man is rotting. <laughs> the way he says tidy, I know that is like it could be the like it, it's if there wasn't so many other great lines that could be right. the line right there. Like, it's a great it reaction tidy. of the episode. Yeah, yeah, like that's what I mean about this show where like or the acting where. He, like I buy that that guy heard him say that right there for the first time. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it seems like Such he's an reacting. Reaction. Yeah, he's reacting in real time. T- tidy, <laughs> tidy the, the isn't it, the word. It, the <laughs> response is also something a person would actually say, not like some sort of like quip or high, something. Yes, or like, some, like yeah, yeah, some sort of like sitcom quip. It would be gross. Yeah, and it's just a simple, yeah, it's just a simple tight, like just repeating what the last person said. Like, <laughs> I, I, it's so simple, but so funny. 
and he and like D wants to know like why isn't anyone else helping? Like where's the staff? Like why hasn't no one done anything? <laughs> I told the staff I got it. He's like Max, you don't got it. <laughs> you don't have it at all. You don't got it. <laughs> and then they wonder it's about so that funny. overwhelming smell. Yeah, and it's because all these <laughs> there's all these soups, and he brings them to him. He doesn't finish. He forgets them there, and then months, <laughs> he says months go by. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Rot, like like so old potentially rotting... like doctors have not seen him <laughs> for like how yeah, long? Like nobody is coming. Frank in this... said he got it. Yeah, exactly. Nobody's come in this room. It's like there's like something really gross about old soup specifically well i think once like soup gets cold to me like i'm not interested adding age to that just like ugh. like i don't know soup in general is weird to me yeah so old soup gets like like gel like gel becomes like gelatin do you know what i mean yeah i imagine it like congeals a little bit and something about it also just being like very pungent in odor. I don't know. Yeah, we're gonna see. We're gonna see some soups being eaten, and they look very watery, <laughs> which is awesome. The other side <laughs> of it really gross. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the, the yeah, the atmosphere in here is, is great, uh, and uh, Frank. So Frank, this is what Frank lets you know that he's doing this because he talks about having this Nazi treasure. And I like that Dennis likes this, but not the execution, really. But he does like the yeah. He agrees it's a good plan, but (laughs) poor execution. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of execution, though, D's like let's you know pull the plug on this guy and be done. Dennis is like whoa 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 hold on a second D. I mean that's a big decision. I I love this. D's response is so good. (laughs) How so? <laughs> um yeah and, and dennis it's it's dennis we know yeah he this should be like right up his alley but for some reason he's like empathetic and we kind of lead up to it in the next few lines but it's because it's like his grandfather you know like yeah his grandfather might be that other person but the person he knows his grandfather to be is like oh that's pop pop Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just interesting that he's the one that's pushing back this episode, as opposed to, you know, later on we find, you know, he talks about like making you into like <laughs> luggage, like your skin into luggage and stuff. Oh, that's the um the gang um, uh, yeah. gets analyzed, right? Yeah, that's uh, coming up actually. Uh, but yeah, no, they, they, for some reason, yeah, for some reason uh, he's the one, uh, pushing back on D here who wants to just, D wants to just and get, yeah, get the thing over she with. brings up a good point. He was a Nazi, so it's kind of like, <laughs> eh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, kind of like, eh. <laughs> That's like video games. Like, video games are kind of always, you're always fighting Nazis because it's like the violence is yeah, like, you, okay. You, you, <laughs> you need know to what dislike kind of, you know what I mean? the person well enough. To see them, to be happy they're gone. Yeah, to be going on this like violent adventure. Yeah, I'm always like video. Like, how many video games are set where you're fighting Nazis? Is crazy. Uh, yeah. So, so 
when they, they so they, they they start going like okay maybe we should think on this let's give this a let's give this some thought they look over and charlie is he's made a decision <laughs> yeah he's a little impatient on their on them not making decisions he's like oh god make a decision already yeah and d's reaction is so awesome oh it's incredible <laughs> are you eating this soup <laughs> like his her voice is like gets so high pitched he is he eating the soup oh yeah like she's so like disgusted as you would i mean as you would be uh <laughs> of course and they, charlie goes on this like Charlie starts talking about these like decisions making the doing, but this is also something that like never really comes back. It seems like it would, right. like this like <laughs> yeah. this idea of like making fast decisions. Yeah, as a as a skill. Yeah, like like you think the whole episode they'd constantly be going decision. This is like real quick and just doing crazy stuff quickly, you know. Because it's a fun game, as we get to see in the next scene. Like, yeah, if they kept that up the whole time, it's a great game. Yeah, absolutely. It's like gas on gas on gas. <laughs> like, yeah, um, and this is a great line too, where the you know Charlie's getting on about making a decision. And Dennis is like, we're making a decision about a man's life, not whether or not to eat old rancid soup. <laughs> that made me laugh every time. Amazing line. Yeah, old rancid soup. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he says this with such indignance. Like. And the, the term rancid, too, is, gr- <laughs> is great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and um, so, yeah, they're going to, they, these th- talking about talking it over. So Charlie pulls Mac aside, and we see some flashbacks where Charlie tells Mac about a dog painting. So yeah, he kind of like they do like a little aside here. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of awesome. It's incredible. That, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that Mac even like kind of joins in on yeah. the uh, the soup eating. You know, and th- and we get this is where we get our team up for the episodes. You know, when we have our, our team ups kind of form. This is where it like, forms. And yeah. you know, I I think one one of my rewatches of this episode, I think I figured out why I like this episode so much, is because it reminds me of Mac and Charlie write a movie. It's the same. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the same sort of team up, and especially yeah. with Mac and Charlie, like they are acting a very similar way, and they even talk about pitching a movie. They even talk about a movie later on. And just the, just I think it's the Mac. Some of the dialogue. Yeah, the di- Yeah, like the way Charlie just doesn't understand what's being talked about, <laughs> but like also going along with it. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And just like I don't know, there's like um, there's something about this uh, like that that the, the Mac and Charlie relationship that is just reminds me of the other episode, and it's, I like I just like that's my favorite part of this episode. Those two that team up. They were one of my favorite team ups. I mean, Mac and Charlie die part two. <laughs> right, of Amazing. course. Amazing. Yeah, of course. And, uh, and Dennis and Dee team up too. Team up too is always always fun. I mean, that's they're like... they're always strong together. Yes, yeah. it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, then this is what, so yeah. He pulls him aside and he starts telling him this story about this dog painting that he found, and we see some flashbacks, some actual flashbacks to some episodes. We see a flashback to season one, episode six. The gang finds a dead body. This is where Pop Pop comes in. 
Yeah, the gang finds a dead guy. Oh, dead guy, yeah. yeah. Dead, <laughs> dead guy. Body. But they do. Uh, they find a dead body. <laughs> uh, I, I want to note that uh, that's an aspect ratio 4-3, which is kind of fun that even the flashback is in 4-3. Right. They, yeah, so when, they, so when they're showing this flashback, they're showing the actual footage from that episode, but then they tie in an ep- a thing of Frank. Like, well, first they, then they show that season one, episode six, then they also show season two, episode eight, the gang runs for office. Right. You and my dad sleep, and it's a great line. <laughs> that, that's the only thing we. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love they kept that line, and like they could have had that just be silent. But they sure. Because <laughs> it really is a great line. You and my dad sleep. It's <laughs> always when he acknowledges that it's his father. It's always funny, you know. It's amazing. Um. Is, so we're seeing the dog painting in the background, and you're right. This is in the old aspect ratio of how, because then they when they switch to digital and whatnot, you know, all TV shows and stuff ha- are now stretched out. They're, they're filmed in a different aspect ratio now. Yeah, sixteen nine. Yeah, and, but they they splice in this new footage of Frank taking the the painting down and throwing it away, which they also shoot in the old aspect ratio. Right. So, so it, it kind of makes in. it cohesive. Yeah, it plugs right in and makes you feel like it is from those episodes. Right, right. Because <laughs> even Frank is like kind of dressed his old Frank style. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's got those glasses and... Yeah, it's, it's, it's very cool. It's well done. And, and not only that, but this edit, this this edit of this this flashback sequence is... Is this from a movie? Is this from something? Because like they show him going through it all, and then he's in the he's sitting there with the uniform on. Then he rewinds all the way back to when he opened the box because he actually there was something else that we didn't know. Do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. The, the editing <laughs> of this, and and then they like do this weird thing where they <laughs> splice and swastik is like on screen real quick. They kind of just like flash the Nazi symbol. Like, yep. Yep. It's so strange. And like, it seems like it's from something to me. I don't know. Like just the way he's telling it and the way that the edits are going forward and backwards and then forward again. And we're learning all this new information. It's cool. I mean, is I, well, have you ever seen, I, I guess we should maybe have a talk about, like, movies in this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen any movie they talk about at all. Okay, because I was going to say, well, <laughs> if, if, like, this is something from, you know, that Tom Hanks movie. Oh, right. From uh, the Dan Brown book. <laughs> I can't re- I can't remember the da title. Vinci da Vinci Code, yes. They say it only, like, a hundred <laughs> times in this episode. Yeah, you, I, I'm wondering if something like that happens in yeah. the Da Vinci Code or Sunny Footy is gonna be so mad at us for not. Oh, he's gonna be screaming. <laughs> I, and I haven't seen Citizen Kane, me but either. I know his reference at the end. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Me too. Yeah, we'll do a spoiler alert for anyone who doesn't want to get spoiled for Citizen Kane. Um, but yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, I don't know, but it's just a cool edit. It's just like it just tells it in a way they don't have to. They don't have to be this flashy and stylistic, mm-hmm. but they just do it. It's cool to be there like that. It makes this episode feel like a movie. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, it's like, like there a, is some sort of mystery yeah. to it. Uh, uh, so he's telling the story, and when we cut back to the hospital room, and, and <laughs> Mac now has soup. We don't <laughs> see him grab it. Brilliant move, <laughs> yeah, though. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. And they even have a little stop down about how Charlie likes that he made the decision to see mm-hmm. free soup and eat it. <laughs> it is horrible, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he admits it's terrible. But, you know, you got to stick to your decisions. Can't go back on it now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so... This is another great, too, just like this almost could be line of the episode where Charlie's wondering, is this the Nazi treasure that that Pop-Pop's talking about? Mm, I made a decision, yes. (laughs) Yes, I made a decision, (laughs) yes. Not I think it is, or maybe, yes. Oh, yeah, let's think about it. It's like, (laughs) I made a decision, yes. Uh, So they're going to go try to find this painting because they took it down, but Charlie stashed it away. And so they're gonna slip out of here, trying to slip out unnoticed. Yeah, they'll just make a. They'll just think uh, we made a quick decision, leave. Yeah, quick decision to leave, and they just start running with the soup. They keep this thing. Yeah, the, yeah, the way they're holding the soups too. <laughs> I wish I could leave, like anywhere, yeah, anywhere like, like that. that. <laughs> I am a big proponent, and I do the Irish goodbye. I will just leave a party without saying anything to anyone. Like I and uh, I, I don't. If someone that's does, my dream. If someone does it to me, I just go. That's good. That's what you want. And then, good for him. Yeah, good for him. Or and her. That's it. Yeah. Or her. Yeah. You just just leave. Who cares? I, I hate doing. You have to talk to every individual person, or you know. Like, yeah, it just becomes forever ending yeah. you, you don't get to leave you have to like leave an hour before you want to leave like <laughs> yeah truly uh all right so yeah over at charlie's apartment charlie is looking for the painting as mac does research online so yeah, he's t- kind of tearing up the apartment a little bit here. he stashed it away um and mac's on a computer here doing research interesting they're using technology yeah they're doing that but you know in one of these movies these thrillers these da vinci code thrillers <laughs> there's always someone like on like it's kind of how they do Some it you know they're Goog- yeah computer but they are just googling or whatever <laughs> you know what i mean it's not like <laughs> yeah so he but he stumbles across some stuff here yeah he finds a real website by the way that's a real website yeah i i went to the website really yeah it's uh t-r-o-c-h-e news blog dot com slash paintings of hitler dot html you're probably on some list or something somewhere now <laughs> no guaranteed <laughs> well so this so he did paint is that what this thing is saying he painted dogs yeah this is like a, a real website okay so this is, this is real news and it's saying yeah. he painted german shepherds yeah i guess so uh okay so yeah so so that's what they figure out. They find out that, okay, so now they're thinking, could this painting be an original Hitler? An original Hitler? <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, yeah original Hitler. Yeah, they're like, they're all like, oh, like excited. Yeah. And I love how excited Mac gets here. He gets really <laughs> excited here about he's finally going to be a famous treasure hunter. I'm thinking. I love the way he says that at the I'm end. I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. It's, We're going to be famous treasure hunters. I'm, I'm thinking. thinking. Like, the, that phrasing is so funny to me. I don't know if that's improvised, if he said the line backwards. Yeah. Me, I, either way, like, uh, I think it still, like, stands out. It's very funny. Oh, yeah. We're going to be famous treasure hunters. I'm thinking. Uh, and this is where he starts bringing up the Da Vinci-style thriller of, mm-hmm. of them. Like, 
they haven't even done anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, they just came up with like an idea. Yeah, like and they immediately jumped to a movie. Like it just immediately jumped to a movie based on something they haven't done yet. Uh, so Matt can live out his dream of becoming Indiana Jones. Finally, he finally bec- can become Indiana Jones. <laughs> and Charlie says something here, and it is Charlie's sort of. There's he Motive. mentions it several times, but it's really for Charlie is just he wants the painting back on the wall. He wants he likes the painting and wants it back. Yeah, well, we're not gonna put it back up in your wall. It's probably gonna go in a museum. It belongs in a museum. He does like the thing again. <laughs> <laughs> Indiana Jones. Is that a, that is a movie I have seen. I'm very very familiar with. Uh, yeah, I've seen the first one. Uh, they, they, but now they need they need to find this painting, so they have to call Frank because Frank was the you know one of the last people to see it. But they don't want him to know that they're, they, you know, there's anything valuable at this. So they're going to tiptoe around the language. <laughs> Which I love, by the way. Yeah, I love. Because uh, they, when they do call him, so they call Frank. And first off, Frank's stuck in a window. Frank's stuck in a lot I of mean, things. Cla- this episode is, his game is kind of getting stuck in stuff, right? Yeah. There's the window, the trunk. Not much for Frank to do, quite frankly. Mm. Uh, he takes a back seat for sure in this episode. Uh, Definitely, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's stuck in a window. He was looking for the treasure at at Pop Pop's house, and as soon as he mentions treasure, Mac, treasure? <laughs> what treasure? No, I don't even know what no, you're talking about. There probably is no treasure. I bet you there's no treasure. So you can stop <laughs> looking for the treasure, okay? Because there's no treasure. Keep saying treasure. <laughs> And, then, and like Charlie is like standing next to him, kind of being like like impressed with his line. Yeah, yeah he likes it. Yeah, he's he like, does. Yeah, good, yeah, good job. Good job. <laughs> like, good job. He's making it so obvious. Good job. Because uh, Matt can't play anything cool. No, of course not. And even here, he's like, so uh, this worthless dog painting. He has to throw in the word worthless <laughs> before like the wor- after saying treasure yeah, fifty yeah, yeah. times in a row. <laughs> yeah, he's looking for this worthless dog painting. And uh, that painting was evil, and the last he saw, Cricket like, took it, took uh, took it out of their trash. He was scampering away with it. Could Mac help Frank out of this window? Though he's kind of stuck here, <laughs> just hangs up on him. <laughs> that is like classic, classic Sunny. Like like they do that to D. They do that to everyone. Like yeah, as soon as they're done getting their information, they yeah. just hang up and move on. <laughs> and now. This is the next piece of the puzzle comes into play. They got to go find Cricket. And how does Charlie know where to find him? I don't know. And and you know what? Later, Dennis knows where to find him, too. <laughs> I guess that's true, too. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're right. What happened? Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, Charlie knows where to find Cricket. So then over at the Philadelphia Animal Control, Charlie and Mac ask Cricket what happened to the painting. We get uh, a nice return of the Mac in the duster. Yeah, hell yeah, long overdue. Yeah, and he looks great in that thing. Yeah, this is very. Um, this is like it's it's such a good look for him. It is. Oh yeah, and, you know this whole season is a 
like so many callbacks to like things that like there's a, oh, there's, a yeah. there's a very callback thread through this season. Next episode is just like oh yeah, that's the point of next episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like this is like it could summarize all of the episodes, <laughs> right? But like the duster is a callback, and if you're not familiar, like with that one two episodes the duster was in, you know what I mean? Like it's like yeah, if you had just jumped in. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. watch with somebody, you, you, it's completely missed. It's on lost you. on you. It's just like, oh, okay, he's wearing a funny jacket, but no, it's the yeah. duster. Um, <laughs> uh, and it's funny too because like, this reminds me of, uh, and I think it maybe is a slight callback, I guess, to the gang solves the North Korea crisis. North Korea when they go when when Charlie and yeah. Dennis go and they're wearing the jacket and mm-hmm. Dennis is flapping it all about and they, it's just like <laughs> like the two of them walking in like like dressed you know what I mean for the part yeah uh, Mac let Charlie use the glasses that was kind of nice it's good of him yeah I wonder how that went down yeah I guess they both had to be wearing something well, maybe Charlie got jealous and well to me i, I imagine there was a whole little back and forth yeah i think it's the other way around i think charlie's gonna wear the glasses so mac's like oh then i'll wear the duster you know you I mean? mac is mac can't be outshone you know what i mean true true that uh so yeah he's max with the duster charlie's wearing the ocular pat down sunglasses <laughs> the mad okay. mad doctor glasses uh the ron perlman glasses the ron perlman glasses they they you know, because you know, cricket could be a threat, so he's, you know, you could check out cricket. No, I've I've cleared him on multiple occasions. Multiple, yeah, cricket's been cleared. Uh, and they come up behind cricket here, and they said they do the cricket dance and the screeching. noise. Yeah, the scre- we haven't heard that in a while. I don't think. No, not in a long time. But yeah, they're like, <laughs> yeah, like hey, cricks, and he turns around, and cricket has a new addition. Oh Jesus, that's gruesome! <laughs> so he got this awesome scar across uh, Matthew Moore's eye. Yeah, and like, you can see his eye is now just like pale blue. Is he blind out of that eye? I think it would suffice to say, like he's got some eye damage. He never really says the, anything. The scar goes right across his eye. Right, the, yeah, like, the eye, the scars across his eye, like like sub zero or something. Like it's like <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like completely across, like from his forehead through his eye down his cheek, and right. his eye is like a different color than his other eye. Yeah, it's a pale blue. It, it looks like, but he never says like I'm one eyed or he never says never says anything will have a one eye ever. Even that's going true. Forward. Uh, I'm <laughs> but it is noticeable. <laughs> it is noticeable. Yeah, it certainly is. It's worth noting. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a chocolate lab did this to him. <laughs> like, it looks like a world? fucking. It looks like a fucking like velociraptor or something did it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, it looks like a, like a fucking <laughs> a <laughs> dinosaur scratched his head. A chocolate lab. <laughs> like, how did the chocolate lab do this? How? Yeah, what ha- what led up to a chocolate lab? The it's, most, like, temperamented 
animal. It's not. It's not a bite mark. <laughs> you know? No, it's like one explicit scratch. Yeah, it's like a knife wound. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. But yeah, he got into a skirmish. I love that he calls it a skirmish with a with a chocolate lab. Um, but you know, he got beat up. He got pretty bad. But suffice to say, that dog is very paralyzed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty dark. Oh uh, yeah, I love the specificity of a chocolate lab too. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's doing. He's doing. Com- he got in trouble. He got, must have got in trouble for this, right? Because he's doing community service. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was gonna bring up. So like. This went to the court system. I guess. I, guess. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> the judge was like, "You got to do community service at a dog facility. Why? Doesn't that seem like a bad place to put someone that <laughs> at a skirmish with a chocolate is in lab? court for attacking a dog?" Yeah, I mean, the chocolate lab could have started it. <laughs> Dude, are you kidding me? Hey, maybe maybe the chocolate lab was just taking orders. Let's not not justify (laughs) It's not a German shepherd Okay Yeah this chocolate lab Yeah so uh, Yeah so he got in trouble And he's doing community service And he's working at the The animal The animal control And he considers himself Sort of like a dog executioner Wow so you're uh, Putting the dogs down And it turns out No Not really putting the dogs down (laughs) He's just cleaning The dogs Like Cages and stuff. Uh, so you're more like a dog janitor <laughs> then. Yeah, so they got the last laugh. So yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh, <laughs> why does he? he th- why was he? Would he even try to throw out that he's? Why wouldn't he just say yeah? Just lie. Yeah, I kill like. like he, <laughs> he, no, he's not really a dog executioner. Um. So they but you know they here but they're looking for this dog painting. Charlie throws in worthless. This worthless dog painting. <laughs> yeah. Uh whenever someone's trying to tell you something's worthless, you should be you should be, you know, paying attention. Nobody <laughs> yeah, tells you something that, it that isn't. Yeah. Nobody tells you something that's worthless. Like if it's worthless, yeah, any, they don't say anything. Yeah, any extra information like that is <laughs> it's suspect. Yeah, it's sus as they as the kids say. Yeah, uh, and they find out here that the the dog painting was sold to this dentist because uh, some dentist came in, lost his German Shepherd. Cricket made a quick three bucks. Bada boom! See, you probably could have sold that for more. I think it's a pretty good painting. Um, you would buy that? <laughs> I do have a print of it, actually. Well, it's true. <laughs> but you would buy that? No, I guess not. But, you know, if I, if I was into German Shepherd paintings, though, I mean, it's not a bad painting. True. I mean, it's pretty brightly colored. Uh, I just... You, you, not, have, not your I style? No, yeah, not not for me. <laughs> uh, what if it was a picture of a, of a your dog, a dog you like, a different like type of dog? Oh, you mean like a, a Weimaraner? Is that what? Yeah, is that a, what it was? Or a Vishla? B, uh, yeah, what, yeah. I can't s- say it either of those words, but yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd, I'd I'd be in. I'd be more interested, but it's still odd to have a picture <laughs> of someone else's dog on your <laughs> fucking wall. 
Yeah. It's like if I had a picture of your cat on my wall. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Cricket sold it, made some, made three bucks. Um, and so, yeah, they told, so they get the next piece of the clue. You know, this, this dentist guy, this guy took it. And, um, wait, <laughs> yeah, he does the wait <laughs> to get the nice long pause. From same Charlie. thing with the, the lawyer, the same type of long <laughs> pause. He's clear. I, I know he's not, <laughs> I've assessed him. And like Mac is like, he's like a child, like you're using the glasses wrong. Like it's bothering me. You know what I mean? Like he's like it's a, the same like bossiness that he had with like bending the bike. Yeah, yeah, right. It's yeah. like this doesn't matter, Mac. Like fucking let it go. Yeah, using the glasses wrong, like uh, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And but, he, I, but Charlie thought he was using them right, right? Because Cricket couldn't tell how scared. Could you tell how scared I was? <laughs> no, not not at all. <laughs> Could you tell how scared I was? Was he scared? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, I. <laughs> But I do want to note that Cricket had the same uh, response as Frank to the painting, and he he said it had like very evil vibes. That's right. I think um, because in these sort of thrillers, you know, even in Indiana Jones, this there's, there's like a supernatural element to a lot of this. It's like stuff. an artifact of doom. Yeah, like there's like a spirits or yeah, there's some sort of supernatural element. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so it's evil, but like you know, it's it's saying like, and like and later on, you know, it's supposed to be causing madness in them and all that stuff, you know. So it's like yeah, it's madness evil. in men. <laughs> it's making us crazy, crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. So so they get the next piece of the puzzle, and this is where the, the I guess the guy who runs the animal control comes in. Is the guy credited? Yeah, Van Epperson, uh, born 1957, from Sweetwater, Tennessee. He was in The Green Mile, Mr. Woodcock, Yellow Jackets, and Reservation Dogs. Oh, nice. Um, did you watch Reservation Dogs? It's pretty cool. It's a good, good no, show. No, I didn't. Oh. Mm. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. No, you don't get time. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I wasn't going to. Uh, so, uh, and yeah, he's, he gets called away because some Mastiff had explosive diarrhea like this guy's never seen <laughs> i've never seen anything <laughs> like it get your ass in here why is this manager at level 10 yelling at cricket like this i mean swearing at him like <laughs> yeah, i don't know i don't know yeah so then at pop pop's house dennis and d help frank out of a chest and then they watch some home movies uh when they come in here into Pop Pop's house. How, how did Dennis and Dee get in? Maybe they have a key. They walked right in. I guess. Why? I mean, a hot Frank, but Frank or didn't. Me. Frank was closer to him. Or maybe Frank unlocked the door once he got inside. Oh, maybe he just left it open. Yeah, maybe Frank's making trips back and forth. I don't know. Well, when they. I'm when, doing a lot of work for the show. When right Dennis now. and Dee come in, they find Frank, like, trapped in this, like, chest. And booby trap chest. A booby trap. His booby trap. He's calling it. Being, he's calling <laughs> everything booby trapped. Uh, no, no. He just fell in like a weeble wobble. You know what a weeble wobble is? It's a little children's toy, I believe. Yeah, it's a toy. It's like doesn't like it like it's, it's like, like round. Thing. Yeah, you can like knock, knock it around and stuff. Um, yeah, they help Frank out, 
And while while Dennis is saying like like what are you doing? Like you're wasting your time here. D finds an old like reel to reel with a bunch of movies. They have a a movie called Summer Camp eighty one, and this is Dennis and D's summer camp. Ooh, that's our summer camp. Eighty one. That's like um, and they were at summer camp. That like makes them pretty old. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, uh, f- for their age. So, how how old are they? Well, yeah, that's Can we play this game right <laughs> yeah. now. If we we gotta, I mean, they gotta be like forty five. No. In now? the series, right? Oh, in, oh, in the, then or now? For this episode. For this episode, oh, that's too much. For math. this episode, how old are they? We can't get into math again. People are gonna people are gonna get <laughs> so mad at us. We cannot get into math again. But they were in summer camp in eighty one. Whatever, um, and they look relatively young in in these flashbacks. So. Yeah, how old do you think they said? Like seven, like eight, ten. Eight. I I have a hard time telling the age of children. They're old enough that they have some memories, but they don't remember everything. So I would say about eight. Yeah, so Dennis explains that you know they've been doing some talking, and they're not going to pull the plug. They're gonna. They figure. You know, the, he they give him a second chance. Basically, is their their point of view right now. Yeah, he's got some some bad stuff in his past, but let's give him a second chance. Uh, yeah, the man moved to America. Yeah. You know, try to put that behind him. And D D pipes in with the you know he's just following orders, which was like well, let's not try and justify <laughs> why a man would join the Nazis and the right. Yeah, that was a big thing back like when they were trying all them and all that stuff that like people would say and all that. That's what was like some of their defenses and stuff. Um, right, like they have no free will. Right, uh, and so then they they get the real to real going, and we see a young Dean Dennis. Uh, they these two young child actors credit it. They're- yes, so we have young Dennis. He's played by Seth Lee, uh, born in two thousand three from Austin, Texas. Uh, some of his most recent uh, credits include More Than Human, Big Shot. 1883 and addicted to you young d is played by danielle parker uh born 2002 she's from south carolina most of uh some of her recent uh credits are the cookie mobster valiant don't trust the bee in apartment 23 and the seven year hitch i like that the cookie mobster it's almost it's almost the cookie monster which is a thing oh is that a thing the the cookie monster (laughs) (laughs) I think he's a vegetable monster now. I think it is something like that. Or I don't know. Yeah, the, the, the we've seen a flashback of young D and Dennis before, and they were played by two different actors. Oh, for sure. De- yeah. And so, yeah, so so we get this old reel-to-reel footage, and it's old-timey looking. It's It's got the click-click-click-click-click as it's flipping through, and it's kind of like a projector sort of thing. Yeah, it's interesting this guy had this, like, all laid out <laughs> on his ki- kitchen table. Yeah, was he watching? So before he went away, he was well, just watching this well, all the time? Well, if we, who's been living in this house if he's been in the nursing home? I imagine no one's been living at the house since he's been at the nursing home. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, Yeah, he just had these out on, yeah, it's like on the kitchen table. I mean, yeah, it's just sort of Right out. or rock. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and they're playing. So, so yeah, they're watching this. This and and 
D and Dennis are reminiscing, and then they think, oh, there's summer camp, and they start seeing these uniforms. They don't remember <laughs> that. I don't, I don't remember that. Yeah. Uh, and then they see this guy. Oh, yeah, this guy that used to fire us up. Is, is this guy? <laughs> this guy's always jazzed up about everything. <laughs> yeah. He used to get everyone so excited. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, is this guy credited? Yes. Oh. Bald Man is played by Randy Thompson. He's from uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana. He was in Weeds, Mad Men, Buffy, and Charmed. Uh, yeah, he's he's yelling about something, and Dennis wants to know, hey, can we get some sound going on here? Yeah, like, what's going on pop here? Pop some sound on. And the sound, the, the, the sound pops on. And this guy's yelling about uniting and all this stuff and gotta stick together yep. and that type of jargon. And then we cut to uh, <laughs> Pop Pop. This like video is like edited. There's like video they're watching. It's like edited. <laughs> is there like a voiceover? No, but you can hear Pop Pop talking. But like the fact that like the thing cut to a different scene. <laughs> yeah, because it seems like gen- general footage of the camp at the time, yeah. and then it's like this weird cut to this like three-person huddle. <laughs> like, yeah, like who's recording and like, like who's recording this? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so yeah, so they the pop pop gets down there with the with young D and and Dennis, and he says some racist shit, some super racist shit. Yeah, I. Can't believe this is on Hulu still. I know because they got all. And mad the next about episode the is shit. not. I know. I guess because he, there's I, enough in this episode for people to be like, "Hey, if you <laughs> wanted to take this down, <laughs> you're not going to get too much pushback." Um, it's you know that, that you could just he could just say like beep and beep like it, it could beep that sure? out and you would get the joke. You'd still get it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and then you know, people wouldn't be. I, I you know, it, I'm not. It bothered. I was by taken it. aback for a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it's in. He's a Nazi, and they want you. You want to get the point across that, like, he did not change. He was not. You know what I mean? He didn't come. Right, to, like right, everything right. they just said like, was not true. <laughs> yeah, he did not come to America <laughs> to just start anew. Yeah, exactly. He came to continue. Yeah, and. They start doing like the 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 the, the Heil stuff. And uh, I was listening to the uh, commentary, and they said the parents were all sitting in like a different set of bleachers, like right next to them. That's insane. <laughs> and none of them said anything about it. I couldn't even like. I couldn't. I, I could not do this. You know what no. I, mean? I just simply. Could I couldn't not do ask this. kids to do this. No. No, I just no way. Like. Uh. And that the D's like, oh wait, that's us. And they're doing it too. Um, yeah, they, they, it's not a good look for them. Not either. a good look. And they're not happy about it. And D has a great line. Well, let's fry this turkey. Great line. <laughs> yeah, it's a great line. That just sealed the deal for them right there. Yeah. Well, let's fry this turkey. <laughs> and they go to go do that, I guess. And <laughs> yeah, right away. Yeah. And Frank. Stops them and says, "You know, you gotta watch him die." <laughs> Dennis is response. Good move on Frank's part. Yeah, because because we find out later, like you don't know really why Frank's doing this in the moment, but we find out later Frank's trying to buy time to find the treasure first. Right, he wants to hear it from uh, Pop Pop, like where that treasure is. Yeah. So, uh, 
so yeah, so he kind of like like you you. It's so funny. You could tell when Frank is scamming. He puts on like a voice. Like he puts on like a like a way. He's just like, yeah, you gotta watch him. You do something like that, like, like, like you know. He's really trying to guilt trip them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And D D D is really the psychopath. This episode, D takes the lead with this, like, because D's this is D's idea where they should. You're right. You're right. We should see how it feels. We should kill something smaller. And like. <laughs> Just gotta see how we feel. This is how we feel about it, and then move up. She says, and then move up. Yeah, that's kill something less important first. Less important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) This is like real psycho. This is like serial killer shit. And you know, this reminds me of the team up of when Dennis and Dee become the serial killers. No, that's that's Charlie and and Dee. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, but it's a, s- a similar escalation, right? Of like, let's do this on a smaller scale. Yes, that's first. right. That's right. That's sort of. a... I wonder if these are subtle callbacks. You know what I mean? Like, and also it reminds me of when when D and Dennis like try to get in the mind of a serial killer because they're stalking the waitress. <laughs> right. D is right, a clown. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dennis is a painter guy. They're walking in their shoes. Yeah, this kind of reminds me of that when then they get together like. And they, they take to it too it far to have like a real experience <laughs> right. informed to inform their future decision. Right. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they come, so and then D- this is where Dennis has an idea. We cut to Dennis and D at the animal control asking Cricket if they can pick out a dog to put down. You want to watch the dog get put down? Yeah, they they they're here because they want to they want to watch the dog put down, and they just want to see how that makes them feel. Uh, <laughs> this is insane. great. I, I I get just the right one. <laughs> who's he, who's he gonna do the chocolate lab? Like who who is he? <laughs> what, what dog is he got in mind? I don't know. But Dee thinks like they need to pick up the dog because they need to feel the full weight of the decision. Right. Yes. And then we get this little scene of them walking through the kennels and at all the dogs. And it's so funny when the Dennis goes, oh, come on, guy. Because they're all oh, so cute on, and guy. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to the basset hound, he says. Yeah, come on, guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like how, how did you do that to a basset hound? <laughs> like, uh, like, you know, it, Dennis doesn't seem like the type to be affectionate to animals. No, he doesn't. I think maybe even later, even later seasons, he would be just completely cold. He likes cats, though. He likes Marie Ponderosa. She's a cat. <laughs> True. <laughs> I was thinking Jack Bauer, but that's right. That's you know what? You're right. He does get attached to Officer Jack Bauer. You're right, Special Agent. Uh, <laughs> but I wasn't thinking Maureen. But she, yeah, she is transitioning into a cat. That that's one tough cat. <laughs> um, yeah. So so uh, yeah. So and then uh, they do this thing at the end here. I don't like this joke. Uh, of oh, cricket, the cricket joke being inside the kennel and he's going pick me, put me down. It's it's it seems weird and non sequitur. It is a non sequitur. It it is also kind of like dark in a way where it's like kill me kill me is he being serious or i think so yeah he's like put me out of my misery i can't do it myself yeah i guess uh but no dennis has got a new plan 
And we cut to them. And like, there's a quick little scene here of them in the car with all the dogs and Cricket. And there's just like, so so Cricket was in the kennel in in the cage, and now they do this like quick little game of like Cricket being a dog. Well, I I was gonna reference this. Um, maybe you have a better memory than I do, but. In the episode where uh, the storm of the century and Cricket is in the back of the car with his hand shot. Right. Doesn't he go on like some rant about being trapped like a dog? Yeah, because they park next to another dog. Another dog in a car. (laughs) Yeah, and he sees that dog in the back seat and he starts freaking out like, no, he's not going to get trapped like that. You're right. And so he, like, I don't know. I don't want to, like, say he, like, became a dog or, you know what I well, mean? But, like, he does have a thing with dogs. It could simply be a callback. I mean, and it, right? Yeah, true. Yeah. And it's also interesting that the other storyline is about a dog painting. Yeah. That might be on purpose, though. You know I mean? Yeah. Put all the, that put, makes make, sense. Make it all kind of, like, For sure. be coherent one kind of thing. Uh, just, like. Involve dogs heavily, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they let the dogs out and Cricket out, and, and she even says like, like these dogs and Cricket should die naturally, slow and <laughs> yeah. painful, because they're not killers. Yeah, they're not killers. And they open up the thing and they all run out, and and Cricket runs out with them, and he says, "I'm one of you now," and he like runs off. We got to see when Cricket comes back, like if dog things keep coming back. Well, they do. He does go on a date with a dog. He does? A cricket's tail. Oh, right. right. <laughs> and also, and also, I mean, this already <laughs> happened, but the dog sniffing at his wound. Oh, yeah. He knows what he wants. He doesn't have to say it. <laughs> Not that he could. <laughs> so going forward, though, we're going to have to... To pay attention to the dog cricket stuff. Uh, yeah, I think there's something there. So at Brett the lawyer's office, Mac and Charlie <laughs> stumble upon one of the greatest discoveries of modern times. So yeah, they walk up to an office building here. They're in an office building. And Brett the lawyer, a denial correlation. Well, yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> what, is, what is that? <laughs> Max supportive. He's like pretty close, pretty good. That you know, like, it's Brett DeLauder, a dental corporation. Guy's a dentist. Guy's a dentist. Yeah. And they walk into this office, and there are just sh- German Shepherd paintings everywhere. <laughs> it's covered. Yeah, it's like a Wes Anderson movie. Now, if you walked into a dentist office or doctor's office. Yeah. You saw that many dog paintings. Wouldn't you be like, what's up? Yeah, I was thinking, I would think I was in the vet. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, I walked into the vet by accident. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking of that. I was thinking, <laughs> do I want this guy working on me? Like, is this a, like a human dog? Like, is this a dog going to do my, <laughs> sur- like, do my teeth? Like, <laughs> yeah. Is the dog a doctor? <laughs> There's nothing in the rule book that says they can't be. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's dog paintings everywhere. And Mac looks around and, and gets this like, 
he figures he he thinks he just stumbled upon what he calls the greatest discovery of modern time. <laughs> yeah, follow him here. Follow him. Yeah, yeah, like the key to Hitler's madness. Like this is something we even need to solve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's even what we've been wondering about. Yeah, like it's even like even like up for debate or anything. Yeah, uh, like he hasn't written books. <laughs> uh key to Hitler's madness and he goes on this dog theory about Hitler having this this sh- German shepherd that was yanked away from him and that's when he became evil. That's what Mac is implying here. Implying yeah, here. like th- this was a catalyst to uh Hitler's madness, right? Right. And Charlie thinks that is what happened. Yeah, he's like, like right away. Yeah, that is I made what a decision. Happened. Yes. <laughs> See, he should have said that, right? I know. It would have been a good I made a decision. That is what happened. <laughs> uh and uh then a receptionist comes in here. You know anything on this receptionist? She credited it? Yeah, Juanita Guzman. Uh she's from uh Superstore, How I Met Your Mother, and The Shield. She's looking for Mr. Miller. She wants to know if one of them is Mr. Points. Miller. Yeah, <laughs> Mac points. Uh, get new braces, and why do they agree to go back here? Because they want to find the doctor to take the pain. Like, what you think they would yeah, just maybe take they it? Maybe they were the going to talk to the doctor first and see if they can buy the painting back, or something. I mean, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Um, the whole braces thing just helps Charlie's, <laughs> you know, storyline later. In a dental room, Mac and Charlie kick around some ideas for a movie when Frank calls. So this this is Mac start talking again like the Da Vinci Code. He keeps talking about the Da Vinci Code. Uh, who's gonna play Mac in this movie? I don't know. I'm thinking like Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg maybe. And and, <laughs> and Charlie does not reply. He doesn't really even. He respond. makes a face. <laughs> yeah, a face. And you're right. You're right. Couldn't match his intensity. But you know who could? Ryan Gosling. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's locked in. It's going to be Ryan Gosling. <laughs> uh, pretty early on the Ryan Gosling train here, huh? On, for this, yeah. do you feel? And I would say it's a, um, it's a downgrade for Mark Wahlberg in terms of intensity. I don't think Ryan Gosling's known for his intensity. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. But Ryan Gosling, I mean, I would take Ryan Gosling over Mark Wahlberg. Oh, yeah. The guy's... Uh, the guy's fucking stud <laughs> i'd be i'd be honored if he could play me <laughs> right playing you <laughs> ridiculous uh uh yeah so yeah he's locked in ryan gosling locked in yeah uh and when this is all over charlie's again brings up that his his goal here is just really to get the painting back this other stuff is like this is a side like a side story yeah uh, for them to make a movie <laughs> yeah yeah he just wants to he just wants the the, the and he even says that's what this is all about getting the painting back on my wall that, no that's not what this is about this is about ripping open fabric of <laughs> historical <laughs> historical fact and making a film about it starring ryan gosling <laughs> as mac what? uh it's what like a world mac lives in you know what I mean? Like, wouldn't you love to live in this world? He, I mean, it's more interesting than ours. <laughs> like, this idea that he thinks he can rip open the fabric of, his, of the facts of history. Like, 
yeah, gonna, yeah, it's about making a film. And, and Charlie's like, fine, all right, that's cool. I'll play Hitler. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, what is he talking about? <laughs> and this is like kind of on the lines of like Charlie just not following the train of thought. Charlie's also disinterested. He he's True. not trying to make a movie or anything really. He's trying just to get his thing back. Yeah, but he is trying to keep up with the conversation. He is a little bit. Yeah, he is. Still, yeah, because um, he's not pitching around ideas here. Because no, it's it's not. It takes place in modern times, but it could be oh, a time traveling thing, right? Yeah, it could be a time. No, but and 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 Max says no. He wants it to be a classic like Citizen Kane. Uh. Citizen Kane, uh, I'm surprised Mac has watched this movie, quite frankly. Yeah, I have not. No, I mean, as far as I know, like, I couldn't tell you what Citizen Kane... I know, like, the spoiler of Citizen Kane, and I know, like, references because it's been, like, you know, in The Simpsons and, and whatever. You, you've seen parodies of it. Yeah, it's it. part of the canon. It's part of the world canon, yeah. And so yes, so. But Mac, Mac seems more of like a predator guy <laughs> than a citizen. Yeah, that's guy. true. But you know, he he does have uh, he is a tastemaker, and he knows what's good, and so he wants this to be a classy movie like Citizen Kane. Well, well, time travel movies are classics. This is gonna. You are driving me. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Charlie does this like bl- he like uh, Matt gets a co- phone call, right? But Charlie uh, at the same time like hits one of the buttons on like the dentist, tool right? Right, sprays himself, and blasts himself, <laughs> which I think is a little funny. It's a little physical humor. Yeah, and Matt gets the phone call here from Frank. And do you ever notice this? Like I noticed this this episode dawned on me that there's been several. You know, it's hard now to think of specific instances. I can think of one. Uh, but I think this might, I don't know if it's a callback or not, or just consistent character, but Mac always switches sides. Like he always betrays someone and goes to someone else's team. Whenever he has a team up, he can, it's very oftentimes that he will switch the team depending on the situation or, you know what I mean? Like he could be on every, in one episode, he could be on everybody's team at some point. That's very true. That that's very Mac. He does see like I mean, they're all very opportunistic. Yeah. But, but Mac especially Mac, he's very flimsy. Mac is the biggest like snake. The one to like <laughs> leave you in the dust for something else. <laughs> if someone like, like, he, he's the most of that. He'll betray you. Like he has no problem betraying you. Uh it's always the guys that always talk about honor and shit. <laughs> Those are the guys that'll betray you. <laughs> yeah. Uh so yeah, so he he gets a phone call from Mac, and he gets a phone call from from Frank, and he essentially switches sides. He he fills Frank in on what's been going on, and uh, Charlie's been driving him nuts. We see Frank in the hospital room. Ross, what is he doing here? He's lighting Pop Pop's feet on fire. Yeah, I think he's trying to get a reaction to see if he's still alive. What the fuck? Like to try to wake him out of his coma, because oh, Frank maybe. leads yeah, with, yeah, 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 yeah. "I need you to do, like basically stall Dennis and yeah. D from pulling the yeah. plug." 
So this is Frank trying to, uh, his best to wake up Pop Pop. Oh, okay. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing over these matches? Um, so yeah. So, but Charlie's been, you know, they gotta get Charlie out of the picture. So Frank says, "You gotta take him out." <laughs> it doesn't seem to be a problem. Uh, uh, Max says, "Yes, sir." Yeah, <laughs> like he's just following orders. Mac is just a like a like a henchman. He's a goon. He's never yeah, in charge, especially to Frank. Oh yeah, and he walks over to Charlie. Charlie's playing with the dentist equipment. He's put on the mask. Yeah, which is, which is a little weird. And he puts on the gas uh, and the sleeping gas or whatever it's called. And uh, it can't be called sleeping gas. Is that what it's called? I think it's like nitrous gas or something. Sleeping gas is like something the Joker would use. <laughs> this is like or laughing gas. Laughing <laughs> gas. Have you ever had that mask and that gas that like puts you out like that? Have you ever done that? Yeah, yeah, I did. It's pretty. Cr- um, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, because I had it on for like a couple of seconds. They also injected me yeah, with they, something else at the same time. Yeah, they do that too. So just like it was like a everything faded. Yeah, they go like it was like the movie. Count to ten, count backwards from ten, and then you just it's cre- it just puts you out. It's nuts. <laughs> it's dangerous. I don't it seems know, crazy. crazy. Yeah, it seems like are you allowed to do that? Like to the body? Like you can safely <laughs> do that? Yeah, they go to school for it, man. <laughs> uh, so at the hospital, the lawyer meets with Dennis and D. This is just like a quick little scene. Nothing really happens here, other than when the lawyer shows up. This is just kind of a funny thing. The really only funny thing that happens here is the lawyer shows up. He's happy to end this, and the way Dennis phrases it is like, "We resolved it, but not in the sense that you were hoping." For. <laughs> like the way, yeah, you're... and and he's like, "Yeah, we weren't gonna end it." Yeah, he can't win. Like the lawyer cannot win with them. You know what I mean? Like nothing is. It's always the opposite. <laughs> we, oh no, no, we were gonna resolve it, but no, not in the way. You are. <laughs> you the way he phrases for. that. I don't, I don't. <laughs> uh, and then the lawyer's like, all right, all right, you guys don't want to do it because they're saying, no, we don't want to pull the plug because they couldn't kill the dogs, you know, so they can't do it. And the the lawyer says, fine, I'll do it. Give me power of attorney. And they just sort of like, it's still them doing it. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they just don't want to be directly responsible. You're still pretty directly responsible. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Like As telling the lawyer the to do it. power is still in their hands. Right. Like telling the lawyer to do it is the same as telling the doctor to do it. Right. There's just a middleman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the order still comes directly from you. Yeah, yeah, totally. But they're like, oh, yeah, okay, we'll do that. And they sign. So and I like how the lawyer can't prepare for that. He already had the document ready to go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think they, they lawyers carry around a document for every occasion. That's why they have a briefcase. <laughs> hey, that's why they get paid the big bucks. At Patty's, Mac and Frank return to find Charlie with a new set of braces and a story to tell. Gosling has got to be the one because he's the only one that can handle my intensity. God, you, you're obsessed with Ryan Gosling. Well, no, I just think Charlie. Mac, you know the dust thing about time travel movies—they're full of surprises. Oh, 
beautiful painting you got there. Too bad it's the wrong one. Huh? That's not, this is the painting. You got the wrong painting. I don't know, they look exactly alike. Silence, fools! This has gone on long enough. This painting clearly causes badness in man. And it must be destroyed. Charlie, no. No destroying that painting. That's a piece of history. That's the key to Hitler's madness. What this? Come on. I painted this. What? I painted it! And I loved it. So I saw an opportunity to get it back. But now I'm realizing that this painting is making us all crazy. Crazy! Hitler's painting? The key to the Holocaust? Ryan Gosling playing you? Ridiculous. This has to end now. And so I have the final solution. I'm going to burn this painting. And you can't stop me. We won't. What? Dude, if that's not an original Hitler, then who gives a shit? Yeah. Oh, yeah, all right. Do you like my whole, my whole thing I was doing there? So, uh, I love Mac walking in here still talking about his intensity. I'm telling you, Frank, Gosling has to be the one, <laughs> because he's the only one that can handle my intensity. Yeah, Marky Mark couldn't do it. <laughs> Ross, do you know the thing about time travel movies? It's full, so many twists. <laughs> full of surprises. Yeah. <laughs> full of surprises. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess a lot of time travel movies have some sort of twist. They can. <laughs> uh, you ever see Primer? The movie Primer. Uh, no, I think that's with Bruce Willis. And no, no, you think of McAvoy. Or no, something? you're thinking of Looper. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> no, no, that I haven't. This is Primer. It's an indie film. It, it it it's about time travel. It is the trippiest and the wildest, like time travel movie like the way they portray portray time travel is like very i want to say realistic and it's just we like there's points of the movie like you never know who the person you're like is talking to each other is this this guy from what time frame like uh-huh. it gets real like kind of weird in the middle and like it's cool I, I smoke a joint watch primer it's a good time it's a, it's a so- wild movie Sounds like it's full of surprises. Yeah. It's just about these two guys who <laughs> invent a time travel machine. And then they, it's about their relationship kind of like falling apart and like what one wants to use them for and the other one like. It, sounds like Bill and Ted. Y- yeah, I guess. But a lot more <laughs> depressing. <laughs> I'm I kidding. More drama. But uh, yeah, it's, and it's, it's, it's really cool. It's very interesting. Twist. And there's twist. There's a twist ending. Yeah. All right, I'll put that on my list of movies I'll never see. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we see, we see. There's a reveal here. This is very similar to "I Know Something You, don't, you know. don't Know." Yeah, it's very or like any of Charlie's like dramatic reveals. Like, yeah, where he we we always get like an interesting shot. Yeah, for it, he's in the and dark. Doing this, yeah, yeah, he's in the dark, and we kind of get like. His angle of them coming in. So, like, he's like a villain now. He's become a villain or something. Yeah, like a mad villain. Like a mad villain. And we reveal here, he, 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 he for some reason, he's still <laughs> huffing this machine. <laughs> yeah, he's still in the nitrous or... 
the it, gas. It, yeah, is this for pain or I, I don't know. But yeah, he 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 reveals himself here and he takes the mask away and he's got these gnarly braces. Yeah, I've never seen braces like this where the wires stick out the mouth, but I think what it wants to imply is he woke up like halfway through. It's they're not finished. And he just stole the gas tank. Yeah. Yeah. In painting and ran out. That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um Charles, uh Mac and, and Frank are holding a painting. You can't really see it. But Charlie points out, Oh, it's a nice painting you got there. Too bad. It's the wrong one. Yeah. And he pulls out this paint the actual painting right, from g- the other booth. Yeah. In like a dramatic way where it's like almost like he has a hostage or something, right? <laughs> well, to him he does because it's pre- as of right now, it's precious to Frank Everybody. and Mac. Yeah, they the want game. it. Yeah, it's precious to them right now. So yeah, it is kind of his hostage. Uh, and they do. They look at the painting they have in their hand, and they're like, "Oh, it is the wrong one." <laughs> there was so many that looked alike, though. <laughs> to their credit, they did get one that looked like it. Yeah, somewhat, and it was right next to it. If you looked when they're in the For office, sure, they same out. size yeah. ish. Um, and Charlie, um, Charlie's come to the conclusion that this this painting it causes madness in men. And it must be destroyed. Yeah, it must be destroyed. They're like, no, no, that's history, Charlie. They don't want to destroy it. And this is the reveal. This is the twist. This is the big ending here. This is the, the, the idea of this. Oh, I painted this. It's like, what? <laughs> He's like, I painted it and I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so this whole thing was an opportunity for him to just get it back on the wall. So this whole like, you know. The Hitler thing, and it's all made up. He was playing along with it the whole time just to get it back on his wall. And, you know, because this, this, but, you know, he's come to the conclusion now that this, this, it's, it's making them crazy. Crazy! <laughs> his double crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> crazy. Crazy. The, uh, Hitler's painting? The key to the Holocaust? Ryan Gosling playing you? And like he's talking like he's like drooling he can't really talk because these things yeah he's got like a lisp he's like doing a little extra spit especially at the end here but i love this like like everything mac was trying to do was crazy and charlie puts it in the order of like like Unraveling the mystery, solving the key to this, and then the yeah. craziest thing is Ryan Gosling <laughs> playing. Yeah. That's the craziest thing out of everything that's going on. Like he puts that third. <laughs> Ryan Gosling playing you. I love how high his voice goes. Um, oh. Listening to the uh, commentary, uh, this this little like dialogue was written by um, uh, Glenn Howerton, and so he did a reading for Charlie. Because he had a certain delivery in mind for this. Yeah, so yeah. Charlie's delivery here is really a reenactment of Glenn Howerton's. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 which is kind of cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Charlie is doing a mad villain. Mm-hmm. Charlie, the character, is doing a mad villain. Because even at the end, he's like, did you like what I was doing there? Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, he kind of breaks. Acting. He's like, ah, you like the whole thing I, I was doing there? <laughs> yeah. 
So he's he he Charlie says he's got the final solution. He's gonna burn it. And they go, yeah, fine. It's not. Yeah, who gives a shit if it's not an original Hitler? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I'm of the same opinion. <laughs> well, yeah, it totally deflate. It totally defeats what Charlie. You know what I mean? Like it, like it totally erases removes the value. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it totally t- it negates everything. But this reminds me of when Charlie's in the air duct with the will, Frank's will, and mm-hmm. he's gonna rip it up. And Frank's like, "Yeah, that's what I want. I want you to rip it up." <laughs> Right? Is it's the same yeah, yeah. it's the same sort of joke. <laughs> Charlie giving them what they want. Yeah, it's Charlie not understanding that like his position is also on with them or like the thing that like is you know what I mean? Like it, it kinda reminds me of that of Charlie not really understanding the situation. Because <laughs> uh, that is funny in the the will when he's like because Frank the whole thing is trying to get it to destroy it. And Charlie gets it and threatens to destroy it. um so yeah they're not gonna they're not gonna stop him so at the hospital a doctor pulls the plug on pop pop anything on this doctor yes doctor is played by scott beaner uh he's born 1973 from elhurt uh illinois he was in gangster squad bombshell curb your enthusiasm angie turbeca and the mike tyson mysteries ever watch angie turbeca uh, a couple of episodes. It's very silly. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like those old spoof things, like Mel Brooks kind of yeah. stuff. Uh, I thought it was very funny. Yeah, uh, it's got legs. I'd say it's worth a watch. Um, at first, this is a funny little thing here where that they're, they're kind of like saying that the lawyer is mean and like harsh for what he's doing, and then the doctor <laughs> commends him. And then they are like, no, it's us, actually. <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, I need um, verbal confirmation. And the lawyer's like, just do it already. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Dee's like, wow, what an asshole, huh, doctor? <laughs> huh, doctor, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, But then the doctor commends him, and then they go like, oh, we're the ones. like, So they are taking responsibility. When it's a good when it serves them. But, or they, but they are saying we're killing him. Like they were, you know what I mean? It's like, what would yeah, be the difference? They clearly went back on their previous point of view of how the whole thing works. <laughs> so they unplug him and, but the monitor, everything's still going. And it turns out this could take months, weeks, days. Who knows? He's a fighter, this guy. How long until <laughs> he's not breathing on his own? Right, right, yeah. I, I, yeah. Until he perishes, he perishes Dennis says. Perishes. <laughs> Perish to me sounds like you fell off a cliff. <laughs> you perished, like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Something happened, like to you. <laughs> yeah, like you sort of just died in the desert or something. <laughs> so you perished. Uh, yeah, uh, but you know, so he's. They never go back. Like you never really. F- we don't find a resolution to the pop pop thing. No. But the doctor's got to go. There's been a lot of stray dog attacks in the city. Yeah. So this is a little, um, <laughs> little callback. So their ER is slammed. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a callback. Yeah. It's what you Dennis would say. Dennis and out those dogs. Yeah. It's what you would say in an improv scene if you were the doctor. Yeah. Um, and uh, whatever. This, he had nothing of value anyways. 
And the lawyer says, actually, he did. Now, what is the thing of value? This painting? Is that what he's talking about? This one specific painting that they burned? Well, I think he's talking about the stuff that he gave Dennis years ago. Yeah. Or he thought he gave Dennis years ago. He actually gave to Charlie. Right. Remember? That box of stuff. But how is that? I think that's what he considered his treasure. That's what he considered his treasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but what did they still get? Like, they would still get all the other stuff. Yeah, he, they the house, get, like, the house, and things like that. Yeah, that's a value to me. I mean, sure. I mean, unless that house has to now go pay his like stay at this hospital. Yeah, like, sometimes that's the case. So, yeah. So yeah, and then so we cut to behind Patty's Mac and Charlie burn the dog painting. Uh, Mac is still psyched about this movie. Not sure about the ending, but he's he's still psyched about this movie. He, he still thinks <laughs> a movie is going to be made of Could nothing. Be made out of nothing this. happened. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing to make a movie about. But he's got those goggles on. Yeah, he does. Uh, Ron Perlman's on. Uh, we and we we find out that this this Charlie painted over a painting that he actually did get from Pop Pop. Right. Charlie so, painted a German Shepherd over a German Shepherd, or there's a different painting under it. It looked like he like kind of traced over it and made it like, kind of like restored it. I think is the idea, because he sort of paints the same colors over the same colors. You know? Okay, yeah, maybe. Okay, and when Mac finds this out, he doesn't like this. This makes it worse, and he can't even follow it. It's so complicated. <laughs> Can't even follow the goddamn story. So many story. twists. I don't care. Yeah, too many twists. Um, and then this is where we get this real dramatic music. It's very movie dramatic music. And yeah, we zoom. Citizen Kane-ish ending. Citizen Kane. So you know the end of Citizen Kane. So spoiler alert for I, I, Citizen Kane. If anyone cares for this like 400-year-old movie to be spoiled to you, skip ahead like two minutes. Okay. Put two minutes on the clock. <laughs> all right. Now that all those assholes are gone, we can finally talk about Citizen Kane. So I guess. So what What do you know about the, this this Citizen Kane? Truly virus? nothing. I've never seen Citizen Kane. All I know is there's a dramatic ending of the same reveal. Yeah. So is it a fire reveal? Yeah. So the okay. whole the whole movie, there's this guy talking about ro- this thing, Rosebud, talking about Rosebud. And at the end of the movie, there's this sled that's in a fire here. It's in a fire. And it, the paint is burning off like that. And you see underneath the paint, Rosebud. He's just talking about this one specific sled or something the whole time. Okay. That is to my acknowledge. That's with me not seeing the movie. Not not really <laughs> even looking anything up about the movie. This is just off the dome of pop culture, what I think happened. What I think it is. And, 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 and that's the big reveal is like, this rose like that's the thing that they were looking for that's the MacGuffin or whatever of the movie all right i think it's i think it's might be similar to i mean the simpsons have done parodies but the old mr burns loses his bear uh i forget it no (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so but yeah that's that is what i mean i don't i wonder if sunny footy has even seen citizen kane I bet he has. <laughs> yeah, 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 maybe he has, but I, I don't think I know anyone that has seen that movie. Like uh, a friend of I mine. I imagine 
Drew probably. I don't think has so. I doubt it. He was a film guy. I know, but I still don't. I just don't think so. All right. Well, you're going to text him tomorrow. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we get a Citizen Kane style ending here. And so I guess it, so it was an original Hitler. Yes. So that was the treasure. Yeah, that was the treasure. And then Dennis and D, I guess, are going to come back to find out that it's been destroyed. Yeah. Uh, so what is your favorite character? Um, my favorite character, I'm going to give it to Charlie for his uh, dramatic readings and such. Definitely Charlie. Me too. Favorite scene? Uh, Mac and Charlie at the dentist's office. Really? Yes. Okay. I love their like dialogue in like Mac flipping. <laughs> yeah turning the gas on them i don't know i thought it was fun uh my two favorite scenes were it, it was between either when they first walk into pop pop's room the soups and stuff <laughs> okay that's funny but, but yes. i think it's the reveal when they come back to the bar and charlie's got the gas mask on oh you're gonna give it to that that scene yeah that's, that's yeah that i mean that is fun too and what's your favorite line of dialogue uh, we were making a decision about whether or not to take a man's <laughs> life, not whether or not to eat old rancid soups. <laughs> That's good. I'm gonna give it to the to the obvious for me. Playing you, that whole sp- <laughs> that whole like Line, the yeah. whole thing from like Dialogue. the the, uh, the cra- crazy like that, all that. Uh, all right, that brings us to the IMDb trivia challenge. These are three trivia facts. One of them is actually from the website IMDb, and the other ones are made up by me. Ross, please guess the, cor- please guess the correct uh, one that is from the website. You ready? All right, let's do this. Ryan, number one, Ryan Gosling has been quoted as saying he is a huge fan of Always Sunny. Number two, German Shepherds are the most painted dog. Number three, the clock in the dentist's office reads 424 and doesn't move from that time. Uh, I mean, I noticed the tooth clock, but I didn't pay attention what time it was. And I think it was about that time. Um, uh, I'm going to say um, the second one, whatever that one that was. <laughs> <laughs> German shepherds are the most painted dog. Yeah, that might be a real thing. No, it is actually... One of the stupidest trivias I've ever seen. The clock in the dentist's office reads 424 and doesn't move from the time. Okay. Cool, you psychopath. <laughs> Who cares? It's like a, <laughs> it's like a prop. Uh, from, you know what I mean? That's a blooper, yeah. not trivia. That's like a <laughs> continuity thing or something. You know what I mean? Like an error. It's not a fucking Sh- trivia. I mean, I don't even think it's an error. They were in the office in real time for like... A, Two minutes, like yeah. The thing, who what, cares? What do you expect to happen? Yeah, who cares? It's a very short. Who's scene. clocking the clock? <laughs> uh, Idiots. But uh, yeah, that yeah, nice, Ross. You lost the season premiere. You lost. Let's see if you can lose every episode. <laughs> All right, I'm in. All right, that brings us to our final thoughts here, Ross. Would you make a quick decision and say this is a great episode, or do you want to fry this turkey? Uh, I'm, I'll make a quick decision. This is a good episode. Uh, it obviously is heavy subject matter in some ways, but yeah, you know, it, it's fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, 
And uh, it's a great way to start the season off with this, like, I don't know, this callback thread. You know, Pop Pop yeah. himself is a callback. I, and it's a season one callback. Like, Yeah. Yeah, we're going way <laughs> We haven't really back. talked about Pop Pop since. This pre-Frank. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> um, and we should say that, yeah, he and Pop Pop is, is their mother. And yes, yeah, so Barbara's the, father. The lawyer being in charge of the mother's, like, like, or the the fat side of the family's like legal stuff is also a callback because when she when she died, they went to the lawyer. You tell right. her that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as if he could talk to the dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that is another like sort of that's another th- continuity thread and callback that this lawyer is involved in that side of the family's proceedings. You know what I mean? Like in a lot of their cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, I mean, yeah, they're the lawyers involved in everything, but specifically <laughs> the, the, the is their mother's like estate. Um. So yeah, it's like a it's full of callbacks and we and then yeah the next then this whole season is I I love these types of callbacks. Yeah, and, and we got cricket, which cricket, is fun. Yeah, cricket of course. <laughs> like, we got like, yeah first episode get a nice guest in there. Yeah, of course. With an evolution to his story, even yeah this yeah yeah his his scar like I mean <laughs> going forward I mean it's it's crazy like. You would think all his shit would be something the gang gave to him. Yeah, this is like one of the first things that like happened off screen on his own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this 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 crazy chocolate lab <laughs> went wild <laughs> with the sword, apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, yeah, I, I love this. I think it was a good, good start. I, I mean, I, 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 this episode always to me was like, oh, I really, this episode is always funny. You know, the soup thing is just, it stands out. It gets me every time. Yeah, it just stands out. It like really stands out. Um, all right, then. Uh, what, what, speaking of callbacks, what we got going on next episode? Uh, next episode, we have. Season eight, episode two: The gang recycles their trash. One, this is one of the infamous band oh. episodes. <laughs> yeah, this is band. <laughs> this is this is too hot for television. <laughs> uh, and I think I know why, but it's like such a small part of it. Martinez, Martinez is why. Yes. Um. So yeah. Uh. D does, which is a callback. Of course. Yeah. Um. So D does her Martinez, Martinez callback. It's like. Spanish face, right? Yeah, it's a face. It's sure, a face, yeah. uh, <laughs> for sure. Um, and yeah, this is one of the episodes that Hulu po- Hulu pulled. Um, uh-huh. I don't think anyone asked for them to do that. They just sort no. of did it. Um, so we're gonna have to watch this off. The, we're gonna cover it, obviously, but we're gonna we're gonna watch it on the DVD, uh, which I still have to order. I don't even have season eight. I was gonna ask, did you order it yet? No, I didn't. I want to order tomorrow you have season eight yeah um yeah so yeah we're gonna we're gonna do that and uh yeah i mean what do you remember this from this episode what, what can we look forward to uh we can look forward to some trash for sure yeah some definitely some trash a lot of trash <laughs> a lot of trash uh this episode the point of this episode is to call back a ton of other episodes 
Yeah, so it's like a real cram fest. It's a real cram fest, yes. And 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 it's specifically calling back the gang solves the gas crisis. Yeah, I would say that's like the main focus because they pull back that van. They get their rolls back. And they even, they literally say, remember that time we did the gas? We should Mm -hmm. do that again, but stay focused kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, like. So yeah, it, it is a uh, yeah that episode specifically, but yeah, a bunch of callbacks. Yeah, I, I, we can look forward to them in tuxedos. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Mac hanging on the back of a limousine. <laughs> yeah, it's great. That's true. Uh, we can look forward to, um, what, what's that guy's name? What's that guy's name? The the <laughs> the manager of that restaurant that they worked at. Guginos. Like oh. Yeah. For an episode. Oh, um. He's the manager and he got, he fires them. Yeah. I mean, wh- wh- where does he come? Wh- what is Frank doing this episode? Uh, Frank is trying to, uh, Frank and D are trying to win over the politicians. So the manager oh. of that restaurant is now a politician. That's right. And so they try to take him to a male escort place. Yes. 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 And, and, so then that's a callback to the gang runs for office. Yes. It's crazy. Lo- this is going to be a very. It's a lot. It's we're a We're going to have to yeah. really. This episode is going to be tough for us. I know. It's a lot of homework for this well, one. We're going to have to like go this back. whole season. We're going to have to like go back and watch those older episodes to see like. Yeah. Exactly what they do. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we'll do that work. And then that episode will be out in, I don't know, six months. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, but all right, yeah, Ross. Uh, good season opening, I'd say. Yeah, I uh, loved it. Great episode. Looking forward to the next one. Both for the episode and for us. Thank you, Thank <laughs> you for saying that. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for for sticking with us and coming back after our, our hiatus and giving us a listen. And uh, it's good to be back. Yeah, great to be back. Uh, I did want to mention that the Always Sunny podcast kind of copied us. What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> they went on a hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They caught on. They're still on hiatus. <laughs> well, they're waiting for us to come back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe, maybe. Um yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll just go on hiatus. We're gonna go on hiatus just randomly all throughout the just whenever. <laughs> That's gonna be a new thing. A hiatus. Just to throw them off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, everyone. Thank you so much for uh, listening, and until we until we see you next episode. Uh, uh, good day. Good day to you. To use. Always Sunny Cast is not endorsed or affiliated with Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the FXX Network, or Philadelphia. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of Eric Regan and Ross Northrup. Email thoughts, questions, suggestions, corrections, or things we just plain forgot to alwayshoneycastpod at gmail.com. And if you have a moment, please rate, subscribe, and review the podcast. And as always, thanks for listening, you jabronis.